Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Version, with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And tonight, I'm going to open up the dialogue here and give you the opportunity to ask me anything here. If you're brand new to the rant, I am Wesley, Billion Dollar Version. I'm a young black man here from Houston, Texas here. And I use this platform um, on Instagram via podcast here to educate young entrepreneurs, young men, young women around the world to become independently wealthy. Um, Whether it's your mindset, manifestation, or just good business practices. I'm currently worth over $40 million. I have several companies in the digital marketing space. I have a very attractive real estate portfolio as well. And life is good. Life is good. Right? Life is good. Life is challenging, but it's good as well. And I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to share my philosophy with you. So tonight here, thank you. Somebody said your voice is so soothing. Is it soothing? I'm glad it is. Um, so this... Let's learn something here tonight. And I was thinking about you. I was laying here um, in my bed. I was thinking about you. And I said, you know, how can I serve the people tonight? You know, what can I do to serve you? And I haven't did an Ask Your Millionaire Mentor anything in a while where you can just post your question below. Any question. It doesn't matter. I'm very open. I'm very transparent in my life. There's no question that I won't answer. And the reason why I do that, because I want you to be able to pick my brain. I think people will like to pick the brain of multimillionaires. So I want to give you the opportunity to pick my brain at this time here. So go ahead and post your questions below here. Um, do you still have a cold? I do. Uh, I apologize. I'm still a, a bit nasally. Stuffy. That's just I had a great time in Brazil. I had a great time in Paris, and I'm recovering right now. Right. <coughs> first, it was stomach poisoning, and, and first of all, thanks for all the love. Thanks for everybody. I got a lot of DMs. Everybody said, like, "Get well, Wes. Get well." I, I really do appreciate that. You know, I feel loved, feel cared about. So, thank you so much for that. <clears throat> it does mean a lot. But um, I'm getting better. I'll be 100% tomorrow. Don't worry. I'll be back on it tomorrow. I went to the gym today regardless of how I feel because, you know, I believe you must persevere. You know, who cares? I'm sick. So what? Um, The job must go on, right? Period. All right. What's um, any questions for me? Let me see here. Thank you for that. And go ahead and um, (laughs) Wes, do you have the Rona? No, I don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus! Corona! <clears throat> no, I don't think so. I'm good. Uh, go ahead and put your names here below. And let me give you guys a shout out here. And uh, just want to give everybody a shout out here. Hey, what's going on, Tiff? How are you? I like calling your names because I want you to know that I want to make a connection with you. Even though I don't know a lot of you personally here, one day I will meet you. Trust me, on the stages around the world. I will shake your hands. I will hug your bodies. And I just look forward to doing that because you've been my supporters and you've been the people who've actually used this information and have applied it to your life. 
And I appreciate that. Um, so go ahead and put your names below. Dietra, how are you? David, Marlene, Codwin, um, <clears throat> fly me out. Tiff, you want me to fly you out? Uh, let me see here. Judith, Clement, um, Mina, Renata, how are you? Hey, Logan, how are you, my guy? Diana, the princess is in the house. What's up, beautiful woman? Talitha, uh, Talitha, how are you? Young queen, Rochelle, Sean, Milo, Mish, how are you? Um, <clears throat> Noel, hey, what's going on, my man? How are you? <laughs> Tiff, you so funny. I'm gonna make you buy your own ticket. Jordy, how are you? Um, let me see here. All right, so go ahead and start posting your questions below. Jay Wizzle, how are you? Um, I seen a few questions above. Uh, above, someone said tips on manifesting. So let me give you a few tips to manifest your dreams. And I can share something that's personal, not really personal, but something I'm doing right now. So I'm manifesting, I'm in the process of manifesting hundreds of thousands of dollars per day with my companies here. And to do that and to do that successfully, one, you have to have a very clear intention, okay? And I, and I don't think people truly realize what I mean. You got to be very clear. You have to really know what you want. It can't be any vagueness anything unclear about what you want it has to be very very detailed and very very specific right so i've been meditating a lot lately like four times six times seven times a day right because when i meditate what i'm doing is i'm visualizing the scenario or the experience of bringing in that type of money and what i'll be doing with the money and the experiences i would like to have um, as i'm earning the money does that make sense? So um, tips is when you meditate, meditate more. Meditate more and visualize more. Because when you meditate more, you're giving the mind the opportunity to calm the mind, relax the mind. So you'll be able to take that one thought. Because whatever you think about most is what you're going to bring into the outer world. Remember that. Whatever you think about most is what you're going to manifest. So when you meditate a lot, you get to the point that you only have that one intention, that one thought, or that one scenario, that goal, or that dream in your mind. Then you tend to only focus and attract those type of things in your life to make it real. Does that make sense? Hey, Lauren, how are you? Next question for me. <clears throat> Wes, how were you able to get high-value connections early on? You said you went to seminars and were just with the other broke folk. So, um, like I shared before, when I would go when I when I would go to seminars and I would go to like networking events, I just had a positive attitude. You know, I mean, I wish I can give you some trick or some method or technique, but honestly, um, a smile on my face. A positive mental attitude, and I would just talk to the people, you know, just 
just talk to them. Hey, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. I own 70fitness.com, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this and this. What do you do? You know, I just made conversations with people. That's it. And I had a positive attitude. I didn't tell, you know, rich people how broken I was. I didn't tell rich people that I couldn't figure it out, you know. I was just selling them on my opportunity. I was letting them know that they're going to miss out if they don't partner with me. Does that make sense? So if you're going to talk to a high-value individual, high-value meaning a millionaire or someone that's successful in your niche, well, you need to portray that type of attitude or as well, right? You can't approach a high-value guy or girl being a low-value individual. Does that make sense? See, low-value people, they're always communicating what's wrong. Low-value people are always complaining and bitching and crying and whining and pissed off and bitter and resentment. Does it make sense? So you want to approach the people when you go to seminars or networking events as a high-value individual, right? So you, can get a, so you can start a conversation so you can see what's necessary for you to, to move along in your journey, okay? Hey, Rootless, how are you? Um, why Virgin at the end of your name? Because that's my last name, folks. Listen, my last name is Virgin, all right? Believe it or not. It's it's very mind-boggling that people will actually believe I would create a fake name and call myself Virgin. Really? Come on. Come on. That is not a pseudo name. <coughs> That is my real name, Wesley Virgin, which means I am a virgin for the rest of my life forever. Okay? I'm a virgin. Who would like to be Mrs. Virgin? That means you're going to be pure for the rest of your life. Okay? What's next? Okay, Wes, I have a question on meditation. When doing meditation, is it important to focus on going from one level to another in order to instill the belief if possible? When you say level, what do you mean by level? Um, when you're doing med meditation, what's important is for you to do it once and two, do it the same way you did it before. Because remember, the brain likes repetition. The brain likes patterns, habits, the same thing, right? So, because what you're doing, and remember, your brain is plastic, it's something that's called neuroplasticity. And when you meditate, your brain becomes more malleable, which means it can reform or it can um, transform. Does that make sense? Um, and it can transform in a way that you can start to install new beliefs. Does that make sense? Questions for me? Ask me anything. Tips on how to stop bad habits. Yeah, so if you have a bad habit, you have to really think about it, you know, and say, well, if I continue with this bad habit, what may take place in my life if I continue to do this? And you start thinking about all the derogatory and all the terrible and horrific things that would take place in your life if you continue with the bad habit. Make sense? Whatever the bad habit is, you know, I don't know what it is. Smoking. Well, you may get lung cancer and die. Your breath may stink. You're going to have dark brown teeth. You're going to have a black tongue, black lips, right? If you continue to smoke, right? So what you do is you give yourself 
negative reasons on why you should stop. Because obviously, if you continue with the bad habit, you're only going to get, um, you're only going to exacerbate the situation, right? It's going to get worse. So what you do is you do that in advance. Then it might compel you to stop the habit now. Hey, Daisy, how are you? Hey, Carrie, how are you? Kyle. In success, I should do things whether I like it or not. What's the true definition of discipline? Yeah, I mean, listen, discipline from my my definition is is doing what's necessary even when you don't feel like doing it. You know, the people that are the successors on the planet are the people that did what was necessary regardless of how they felt. Poor and average people, they only do things when they feel like. So if they feel like working out, they work out. They feel like reading a book, they do it. They feel like working in their business, they do it. Right? So <clears throat> they do what they um broken average people tend to only um begin any type of activity only when they feel like it. Well that's not self discipline. Self discipline is getting yourself to do it. Even when the body says, I don't want to do it at all. Okay? Hey, Candy, how are you? Questions for me. Talk to me. It's been a while since you said, let's go. Let's go! There you go. Mm, that wasn't my best, but I told you, I'm just a little, I'm a little sick. I'm a little under the weather. I, I wish someone would come over here and make me some chicken noodle soup. Ugh. That's the thing about being a single man, man. You know, being a single man, being a single rich man. I mean, there are perks and there are disadvantages. When you're sick, man, you kind of crave a woman to take care of you a bit. But you got to do what you got to do. Got to make my own chicken noodle soup. (laughs) What advice would you give to someone who has just moved to the U.S. and is looking to not get caught in the rat trap of the corporate world. Yeah, I mean, hair tings, I think I remember you from Jamaica, right? Your own, you got your own little business. Yeah, just start a business. That's it. I mean, you have a current business right now. So find a way how you can transfer the business over to the U.S. Your chef might get jealous. <laughs> oh, you right. Chef Kenny, she don't play. About Wesley Virgin, she loves cooking for me. I love her food as well. So you're right. Nah, I love Chef Kenny. Her food is delish. Anna, how are you? Why do you recommend not meditating in your bed? Well, the reason why I recommend that you don't do it because you haven't been meditating for 10 years like myself. Now, me, I meditate from the bed because I don't go to sleep. But many of you, when you try to meditate for the first time, you tend to nod off. You tend to go to sleep. Right. So I need you to be aware. Right. Makes sense. You can't just go to sleep and assume that you're meditating properly here. So if you're a beginner, do not meditate in the bed because you're going to sleep. <coughs> um, is writing in your journal something that you do on a daily basis? It's something that I did do. So when I was broke, like a ton of you, 
are just kind of average, nine to five job. Um, yeah, I would write in my journal every day. And the reason why I would write in the journal every day because I was getting clear about what I wanted. Okay, and it took a while for me to figure that out. You know, that question may sound easy, but it's not that easy because there's so many things to choose from, right? There's so many things to choose from <coughs> as far as what you want. So you got to really take some time and really do some self-reflection and some self-analyzation to really discover, you know, what do I really want for my life? Wes, if someone makes 20K per month, how much would you invest and how much will save? Um, 30, 70 rule, man. 30% of the 20,000 I would use for my bills and my livelihood. 70% I will put in different bank accounts for different luxurious things that I would like to do, such as travel, um, cars, homes, things of that sort. <sighs> Questions for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. You need Theraflu and Alka-Seltzer Plus. Well, thank you so much. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I don't really feel bad. It's just this cough. So I've been just taking cough medicine and, of course, my Zycam as well. <coughs> What's your questions, folks? Talk to me. Come on. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Open up. You can see Wesley Virgin. He's committed. I'm under the weather, but I'm still doing this rant here. I wouldn't have it any other way. Unfortunately, I got to go to court in the morning. Oh, God, I hate going to court. It sucks, right? I got to get up early, man. It sucks. Got to get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning for some tickets that took place two years ago. I don't even know what these tickets are all about, but whatever. Let the lawyer take care of it. But I haven't been to court in a while, so I don't know. Maybe I may meet some convicts and some prisoners. I don't know. should be fun. Answer me, please. What's your question, Princess Diana? I didn't see you posted. Do you want me to make you some ghetto hot wings? Yes, I do. As long as it's spicy. What's next? What have your children taught and continue to teach you? Oh, what have my children taught me? I'll tell you this, my daughters have taught me patience. I think I'm a better man when it comes to women because of my daughters. I used to be, I'm going to be honest with you, I used to be an asshole with women, 100%. <laughs> the worst, the worst kind. Like, I don't, like, nothing abusive, but just very nonchalant, very stylish, very unemotional type guy. You know what I mean? <clears throat> just an asshole. But, you know, having daughters, I've learned patience. I've learned how to have compassion. I've learned how to empathize as well. So that, they've taught me that for sure. Uh, next question for me. Is your second million easier than your first? It is. I mean, it, it really is. Questions for me, what's next? 
I'm looking for some great questions here, folks. Come on. Dig deep. I mean, you know, people DM me all the time. Wesley, I want to pick your brain. I want to pick your brain. Okay, pick it. I mean, pick my brain. Go ahead. Ask me anything. What do you want to know? What do you want to ask the billion-dollar man? Okay. <clears throat> How the best way to manage people and motivate my team? <clears throat> so the best way to manage people <clears throat> and to motivate your team is whatever you're asking them to do, you need to do better. And they need to see you do them, right? You have to lead by example, obviously, right? That's just what it is. And tell the truth, right? And an effective leader always has a vision. Have a vision. Have a vision for your team. They need to be able to see something outside of what they're currently doing. Whatever they're doing is great, but you got to have a vision for them, something they can look forward to. And the better you are communicating that to your team, the more effective the team will be. Do you want to be the president one day? So the better question is, Tiff, are you going to vote for me if I do run for president? I'm not sure. I got a felony on my record. I don't know if they're going to let me run. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm bored, maybe, but uh, I don't think they pay enough, honestly. Do you have any deep thoughts about dreaming? Are they connected to your manifestation? Um, you know, I've had thoughts about dreaming, like you have something that's called um, lucid dreaming as well. Uh, honestly, I believe dreaming is part of the collective unconscious. There's, there's a book out there <coughs> by Carl Jung, and he talks about the collective unconscious. And it's just, just everything that you would ever come in contact with, even the thing that you're unaware of. Um and I give examples like if you watch a movie late at night and all of a sudden you have a dream about the movie or something about the movie or just some random stuff. Um, I would say, you know, be very cautious of what you watch and what you think about right before bed. I tend to give myself positive affirmations right before I go to sleep. I tend to not watch anything two, one to two hours before bed. Right, because I don't want that a part of my consciousness. So, you know, be very careful because, I don't know, dreams are very complex, right? Because sometimes you can't even explain them. You know, dreams are very just insane. And I think that the collective unconscious, just anything you've ever experienced, right? Even things that you've saw, experienced in your life, and then you just start having these weird dreams. But I don't think you need to interpret dreams. Don't do that. You know, I know some people are like, well, I'm trying to interpret my... Don't do that. No. They don't mean anything. It's just your collective unconsciousness, right? That's all what it is. So don't say, well, I dream, I had a dream about this, so I guess this is going to happen. Don't do that. Don't do that, okay? It's not smart. Don't do that. You don't need to interpret a dream because remember, you're a creator. You don't need to interpret a dream when you are a creator. You create your life. You don't need a dream to tell you what you should do because you are a creator, Right? They mean you can create for the now. Uh, what's next here? Do you donate or give donations? Um, 
I mean, every Sunday, typically I donate food to um, the folks under the bridge. What books do you read to grow your let go of the past experience? Um, I will read the book Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Good book. That'll definitely help you. From last night, I tried out the tips you showed. Do I have to make a website for all the products that I will be promoting? And keep no, you don't have to make a website, folks. I mean, remember, when you get the affiliate link, the link is what you give to people. When they click and they buy, you make money. So you don't need a website. What's next here? Yeah, you folks, you know, just take it from me. Listen, you can believe me or not believe me, but dreams don't, I don't care how deep it is. And I don't care like, oh my God, it's dream. It means, no, it doesn't. Okay. It's just a part of your collective unconscious, man. It's just random stuff. That's all what it is. It doesn't mean that like your dreams are not some type of psychic ability that's going to tell you what's going to happen in your future. Okay. Got to be very careful about that. Don't do that. Because you'll manifest it, right? Especially if the dream is something that is not desirable. All right, what's next here? Questions for me. Questions, questions, keep them coming. And thank you for the follows. And make sure you turn on your notifications as well. Do you need helpers while you donate? Uh, I mean, I don't need helpers, but if you want to come out there, if you live in Houston, Texas, it's cool. Best place to structure my ebook? Fiverr.com. Hey, Shelly, how are you? Hey, Shawnee. Rich, Fernando, how are you? What's up, Natisha? How are you? Can you talk more about being an alpha male? Sure. All right. Alpha. Alpha. All right. So this is for all my beta men, my weak, uncertain men, my pushover men, right? So let me just give you my philosophy about becoming alpha, you know. Um, <clears throat> and I just gave you some of the attributes of becoming an alpha individual. Um, and, and listen, let me talk to me for a second. Ladies, um, relax for a second. Let me talk to my guys here. Because many men on here, unfortunately, they're not alpha men. They're not the beta uh, you know, a beta man is a man that's kind of indecisive. For beta man, um, usually is a man that just doesn't know how to make a decision. Very uncertain. A beta man complains a lot, bitches a lot, um, and he's just a weaker man, unfortunately. You know, and it's not because um, he was destined to be this way because maybe he didn't have a father, right? A lot of men on here didn't have, either didn't have a father or you didn't have a father that led by example. Or maybe you had a father that was beta just like you are, right? He was just kind of a weaker that your mom wore, wore the pants in the family. She was alpha. There's a lot of men like this, by the way, you know, where the woman is alpha and the man is beta. And the man, 
He is just less combative. He is less argumentative. He doesn't like um, to interact with anything that's hostile. Okay. So let me teach you here. I'm going to give you just some of the attributes of an alpha man. Okay. An alpha man, he just really honestly, he lives his life by his own drum, which means an alpha man he doesn't necessarily need a leader, okay? He doesn't need a leader. Like, you don't need a pastor. You don't need a guru. You don't need a mentor at all. An alpha man, he plays by his own rules that he creates for himself. Does that make sense? And that could be life rules. That could be social rules. But he determines what those rules are for him, for him to be functional on the planet. Make sense? It's one. It just plays by his own rules. Two, you know, Alpha Man is absolutely extremely confident. He's a confident man, man. And confidence means that, you know, there's so many definitions of confidence, but I would say a confident man is just a man that can be very unapologetic. It means that he is who he is. He understands he has flaws, he understands he makes mistakes. But it is what it is, right, to him. It's like he's not going to – I'm not saying that he won't readjust or try to uh, fix certain things in his life, but he's unapologetically himself. You know, it is what it is. Like you take it or leave it, right? He's that type of man, right? And that's confident, you know, 100%. Um, another attribute of this type of man as well is an alpha – he knows what he wants, you know. He knows exactly what he wants from life, period. He's not afraid to go get it. He's not scared. He's not timid. <coughs> He's very ferocious. And he could be very aggressive if you need to be, right, about whatever he wants. An alpha man, when they usually speak, they speak with certainty, Okay. They speak almost in truisms, like so when they talk, it feels that they're talking in fact, right? Like factual information, even though it may not be fact, but the, the way that they say it, it may seem to be more true than what it really is. So that's alpha man, you know, and they talk with certainty, okay, complete certainty, even though they could be wrong, <laughs> right? But it's just how they are. Um, alpha men, they... Well-groomed, well-groomed. They care about how they look, the physicality. Um, they tend to be very organized individuals. And if they're not organized, they will hire somebody to organize them for them. Um, alpha men are very structured. They're super disciplined men, super disciplined. Um Things need to go the way that they want it to go, and they don't want to deviate from that. Um, alpha men are leaders. You know, people tend to follow these men only because it appears that they know what they're talking about. Another thing with alpha men, they're great communicators as well. Um, alpha men are Stoics, such as they are 
they can be very stoic in very emotional charged situations, which means they could be very calm. You know, women can be screaming at them, blah, 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 whatever. He can be calm all the time. Right. <laughs> Something can be going on. I don't know. Get fired from a job, lose a bunch of money, but he'll be calm. He'll be very calm in the storm. Alpha men are like this. Okay. Does that make sense, my guy? Did you write that down? Okay. So, thank you so much, Renee. She says, my voice is so sexy. Well, wait until you see the man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah. Alpha men, and they're very calm men. Calm. Calm. I mean, this kind of pairs with sigma men, too. Sometimes alpha men can be a little bit boisterous. And alpha and sigma men is another level of alpha, which is a level above. They, they could be calm. Very calm all the time. Like their aura is always calm. And with alpha men, it almost, they seem very unbothered by everything. <laughs> always just unbothered by the world. When you see them walking around, it's like they're just unbothered by the world. It's like nothing, it's like they're so impervious to the world, people. Not much bothers them, you know. Alpha men, they don't get rejected by women. If a woman tells them no, they don't even care. They don't even hear the word no here. Maybe, hear yes. It's not even a big deal for them. And they think it's the woman's loss, not their loss, right? They're not insecure. They're like, oh my God, something wrong with me. No, that's what a beta man does. Alpha man, he tend to be very cocky. You know, you may call him a narcissist, conceited, whatever. But he just really values himself. He's a king. Okay. All right, next question for me here. <clears throat> so listen, if you want to be um, an alpha, I would say listen to Wesley, Billion Dollar Version. Because I'm that. I'm much more than alpha. I mean, I'm a level above that, honestly. And another thing about an alpha man, he's very mysterious, a mysterious man, which means as an alpha, uh, I may say sigma, I'm just give you my definition. And after he doesn't talk too much, okay? He doesn't talk too much when he's around people. He only talk when there's something to talk about. He only speaks when there's something that needs to be spoken about. He doesn't. He just doesn't talk to talk. Right? Alpha doesn't do that. They use it to quiet types. They just quiet. They observe. The observers. They observe everything. And the uh, the quiet, quiet people. But when they do talk. When they speak, they speak about something that's very profound, and people tend to listen to these people. When they speak, everybody listens. And they have this aura, they have this like this charisma, and you can feel it. You can feel their energy, man. When they walk in a room, you can just feel that there's something, there's someone. And like I said before, man, if you want to be an alpha man, and if you don't have the opportunity to surround yourself with alpha men, just listen to me. Because I'm him. So just listen to my audios. Listen to the podcast. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Just listen to it. And then you will inevitably become that. You will. You'll start speaking the way that I speak. And you'll start to behave the way that I behave. And you will adopt my type of attitude. Another thing about an alpha man. He's always positive. Always have a smile on his face. Always. And sometimes people hate that he always smiles. Right? He's always happy. 
even when times that maybe he should not be happy, but he's always like, it's okay. He just he just has the thoughts that everything is gonna just gonna work itself out. Always, he just you know, oh, don't worry about it. It's gonna be okay, man. It's gonna work out. Don't worry about it. Relax. He's like this, very nonchalant as well. Hey Wes, <clears throat> I'm in a situation whereby I am in a negative environment and get really pissed off when people tell me that I'm dreaming too much. How do you think I can better handle myself <clears throat> if it's the family? Yeah, I mean, get out of the family, man. I mean, get out, honestly. I don't know how old you are, but get out of there, man. Or put headphones on, right? <clears throat> I would do your best. I don't know what your age is, but do your best to get out of there. But if you're like a teenager, I get it. But listen, put headphones on. And then start communicating your dreams to other people, right? Stop telling them your dreams. Some people you just cannot tell your dreams to, folks. You cannot. You can't tell them. You can't tell everybody what you're thinking about. You know, I know you want them to be happy for you, but most people, their dreams are dead. And the last thing they want to hear about you dreaming about something that they used to dream about. Does that make sense? Because <coughs> the worst thing for them is you actually achieving a dream. That's the worst thing they can think of. <laughs> if you actually achieve your dream and they didn't, <laughs> they'll feel worse. That's why people tend to be raped and they tend to criticize people who have dreams, especially your family here. Okay. Next question for me. This is getting juicy here tonight. I'm loving it. Um, Wesley, uh, I purchased about $400 worth of synthetic wigs and my customers are complaining about the quality. Do you think I should purchase human hair and take the financial hit for the synthetic hair? Yes. Yeah, purchase a great product. And make sure before you buy a product, if it's physical, you want to test it out for yourself first, right? Make sure the quality is great before you start to distribute it out to your customers. <laughs> Next question here. What's up, Keish? How are you? Is emotional thinking bad? <clears throat> Should individuals start thinking logical? What are the downfalls of thinking emotionally? We have to understand, we're always going to think emotionally, right? Because we have emotions. We feel a certain way. So a lot of our decisions are primed by the way that we feel. But the key is you have to be able to manage that, right? You have to learn how to be proactive instead of reactive. Instead of reacting to things that may be emotional triggers, you take a deep breath, think about it for a second, and you want to make a decision that's a bit more rational. So that's just taking a, taking a second, right? Taking a deep breath, especially when you're in an overly emotional charged situation. Just take a second, man, and ask yourself one question. Ask yourself, what is my outcome? That's like when two people that are in a relationship when they're going back and forth and they're arguing back and forth um the man you should ask yourself one question you know is it important that i win or is it important that i stay in love with this woman right so you got to know your outcome right <laughs> just know your outcome when you're doing anything in life because sometimes it's not important for you to quote unquote win Right. You know, everybody wants to win. But 
winning, like, if we're talking about an argument, <coughs> I mean, proving somebody wrong in an argument, you don't really win at all. Because the people, people don't like to be wrong. So even though maybe you were right, but they're going to hate you <laughs> and they're going to resent you, which means they're not going to be effective, especially if you're in a leadership role. So the key to win is to understand their viewpoint. It's not to make them wrong. It's for you to understand why they feel the way that they do, right? And be genuine about it. Um, is it a good time to sell my big house to use the equity? Well, how much equity are you going to get, Princess Diana? Hey, Gina, how are you? Can I get this recording on YouTube? Um, yeah. And I'll put it on Instagram as well. As long as you guys like this and tag one person below, I'll leave it live for you. Can you post a music playlist for gym and regular playlists? Um, sure. I don't really have a playlist, though. I, mean, I listen to Pop Smoke, Jay-Z, uh, M40, Beethoven, motivational stuff. Kind of varies what I listen to in the gym, honestly. I even listen to slow jams in the gym. <coughs> Drake. Wesley, how can I control my thoughts and emotions? I tend to let it get the best of me. I want to learn to control and manage my emotions. Yeah, just take a deep breath, man. Take a deep breath. Whenever you feel emotionally charged, like upset, pissed, all you need to do is just take a deep breath, okay? That's it. Try it. Next time you get angry, think about Wesley version and say, you know, what would Wesley do? Take a deep breath. Right? That's how you start to control and manage how you feel. I would get 400000 for the next house. Okay, great. Is that profit? How often did you invest in yourself in the beginning? Every day. Like, I invested in myself every day, and I invested by listening to self-development, honestly. I, I will listen to self, like, for years, like, five years straight, I was listening to self-development, like, audios, like this. I was listening to speakers and millionaires and other successors over and over again. I mean, honestly, I was obsessed over and over and over again. And it works. Because remember, what you're doing is <clears throat> you're reprogramming the mind, right? And the way to reprogram the mind is based off what you're listening to and the type of people that are around you. Is there a certain level of income that you got that changed the way your parents looked at you? Maybe my dad. Yeah, when I was making 70000 a week. Yeah. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. If you hit that telephone, you know that they're going to come running. Who? Should I buy land with a manufacturer house? 
or a farmhouse with a land. Princess Diana, I don't know. I'm not into land. I don't buy land, so I wouldn't be the best person to give you advice for that, sweetheart. Next question here. Um, in business, okay. I love you too, Casey Trippy. Now I'm next here. What was your biggest obstacle while you was becoming successful? What kept you motivated? You know, I was thinking about that tonight. Um, I was going to share a story, but I guess I'll share it now. And I was thinking, you know, what was my biggest obstacle? I'm going to be honest. It, women going to hate me for this. But it was a woman. A woman was my biggest obstacle that prevented me from being successful. I swear to God. It was a woman, man. Man, let me tell you something about women. And women don't get mad at me because I said it's you. I get it. But listen, women are some powerful people. They're powerful, man. Some women know how powerful they are. Some women don't know. But women are powerful. And they're so powerful because they got that thing between their legs. They look good. They smell good. They're soft. They're cute. Right? And they're powerful. And the reason why I said they're powerful because they're they're very, they can distract you so easily. I mean, I'm telling you, it's insane, right? And they distract a man on a very visceral standpoint, on the physiology standpoint from his body, right? So that was my biggest distraction. And I can go back. I've told a story before about when I had my one and only girlfriend, maybe 15 years ago. I think I was like 26, 27. And I met this beautiful black woman when I was getting ready to go overseas. True story, by the way. Because I needed some money, so I went overseas to make some money, right? Because I needed money ASAP. I was broke, 26. And this girl was in the HR. She was in human resources. And I met her. And I said, oh, my God. Look at this caramel, delicious woman. Jesus, I mean, she was beautiful. Big, juicy lips, straight teeth, long hair. That skin was like butter, you know? I mean, it's nothing like a beautiful black woman. I'm telling you something. They are gorgeous. Sometimes they got too much mouth, though. But they gorgeous, though. Right? And I was like, oof, I got to have this. You know what I mean? That's how I am. Like, when I see something I want, I got to have it. I swear to God. This is one of my problems in life. Because... <laughs> Sometimes I got to have something that I shouldn't touch, but I want to touch it anyway. Um, but, um, yeah, so I started to flirt with her, obviously. You know, I turned on the Wesley Virgin charm, obviously, and um, I got a number. And, you know, she was responsible for processing me so I could fly overseas to Iraq, to Afghanistan. <coughs> and... um. You know, we end up going out on a date. And the date was amazing. We had a great time. It was so great that I slept with her the first night, obviously, right? And the sex was just amazing. It was just, it was powerful, right? So powerful that I asked the girl to um, be my girlfriend, you know? But I'm going to tell you why. 
Listen, I'm going to tell you why this is my biggest obstacle, though. You're going to get it, man. I'm, would you understand something about women? Now, listen, at the same time, I wanted to be rich, obviously, right? I wanted to be rich from the age of 21. When I was 26. I still wasn't rich. I'm still trying to figure things out. And I ended up going overseas. We were still together. Then I decided to leave from overseas. And I came back. <laughs> You're so funny. I remember coming back to her house. She lived in Dallas. I lived in Houston. And I went to Dallas. She had a kid. <coughs> and that first day I came back, we had the biggest argument of my life. And I ended up catching a plane the next morning back to Houston. It was crazy, right? And um, <coughs> I um, I end up... Um, I was staying with a friend because I was trying to get an apartment, right? And because I was just back from overseas. Let me tell you what this woman did. Listen, women are dangerous, man. I, I mean, I love women, but they they dangerous to something else. Listen, this woman called me and said, Wesley, you just left me and you just abandoned me. And I just found out that I have been diagnosed with cancer. And you just left me like that. And I got cancer and she was crying. You know, one thing about me, I'll tell you a secret about me. Um, I'm a pretty tough individual. But when a woman cries, I turn to mush. I'm going to be honest with you. When a woman cries, man, fuck. I turn to mush. And I felt bad. I felt so bad that I said, don't worry about it, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't worry about it, baby. I'm coming. I'm going to come to Dallas. I'm going to get us an apartment. Me, you, and your baby. We're going to be okay. And I'm going to take care of you. I miss you. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. So I drove back. <laughs> this is crazy. This is a funny story. I drove to Dallas. We had the apartment, blah, blah, blah. Nice apartment in Keller, Texas. And things were good for a couple of days. Later on, I found out the girl never had cancer. That's one thing. She didn't have cancer at all. Okay. And of course, she made up some excuse. Well, no, I thought it did. Um, they, they, they said it might be, but it, it was. It was benign. I'm like, whatever. So that's one strike. She lied about that, right? And then two, um, let me tell you something. I've never argued with a female as much as I did with that woman. And let me let me break it down. I'm going to go deep, man. I want you to understand this because for all my men that's trying to be successful and rich with a woman, I'm gonna say, it's not impossible, but it's highly unlikely. It's hard. Um, especially if you two are not aligned. Um, for me and this woman to be functional, every night we had to have a glass of wine. I still remember the wine. It was Stella Rosa. And we would go to this wine shop and we would get a bottle of wine every night just to talk. Because if we didn't have wine, we would argue. And you might say, what do you argue about? I don't even know, man. It was just about stupid shit. I don't even know. It just, we just argued about everything, man. It was crazy. <coughs> and we always had to have this glass of wine, man. Glass of wine, drink the glass of wine, of course. Make love. Have sex, right? Get drunk, not really get drunk, but just drink the glass of wine, have sex. Drink the glass of wine, have sex. 
And I think the only thing that was good about the relationship was the sex, probably, honestly. Everything else was just terrible. Um, but the sex was mind-blowing. But um, so let me tell you something. Before I entered that relationship, I was a very positive man. Because remember, I was listening to self-development every day for a very long time. So I was very optimistic. But through that relationship, I started to change. And let me tell you some people. I'm not saying that change is not good. But when you start to change and you're not comfortable with the change, you need to get the fuck out. You better get out. I'm telling you. Because it's going to mess you up. And that started happening to me, man. I started to feel different. I started, for the first time, I was stressed. Like, I'm never stressed. First time I was stressed. Stressed out because I couldn't make this relationship work. And um, it was crazy, man. I was slipping in my car some nights because we would fight so much. Not physically fight, but just argue. She would throw stuff. She was like one of those throw stuff type of women. Throw stuff at me and hit me. And I mean, she was like 5'1", 120, right? A little cute little thing, but, you know, they like little, little pet bulls, little them dogs that just be barking or whatever. Uh, you know, and I remember I had a conversation with her and I said, her name was Michelle. <coughs> and I said, Michelle, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go get an apartment down the street and I'm going to let you stay here with your baby. I'm going to pay my rent and I'm going to pay your rent. Okay. And we're going to give this relationship six months. And if six months, we can't make this work, we're going to cut ties. We said, okay. It was for the best, man, because we just could not get along, man. I swear to God. I mean, when I say that we were arguing and fight every day, it was insane. And I'm not blaming her. And listen, and I could blame me, too. It was both of our faults, right? It was just two people trying to make things work and two people that were hurt. Two people that really didn't understand themselves, trying to make things work, trying to be functional. It's very tough. And um, so I got my own place. And do you think it worked out then? Absolutely not. It did not work. Still argued. And one thing that she would do to me that would really piss me off was she would go silent mode on me which means I couldn't contact her. Unless I'm in Dallas by myself. I don't know anybody. And when she would get upset, she wouldn't answer her door. I would call her. She wouldn't answer the phone. She would do this for days. And let me tell you what this woman would do to me. She would come to my place a week later and knock on the door. And she'd be looking good. I mean, good. And she'll talk to me. And we end up having sex. I'm telling you, every time. This girl, this girl was good, man. This girl, I mean, I'm not saying that she was trying to play me or trying to, she just knew her power, right? She had, like, she had power over me, man. This girl was just something else, right? Obviously, I'm a totally different man than what I was before, but I had to learn some skills, obviously. I had no skills at that time, like I do now. But, um, let me tell you what, was the conclusion of me and Michelle. 
I'll never forget the day that I remember she bought me an office. She surprised me and she bought me a nice office for my business. And I remember one day, she said, hey, can you come over? And she came over and I said, have a seat. And we're in my office that she bought me. And I said, I no longer can do this. This is not good for you. It's not good for me. This is toxic. And I think we need to cut ties. I know we need to cut ties. <coughs> and um, of course, she began to cry. You know, cry, 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 cry. But this time, no mush. I was very unemotional. I was blunt. I was direct. And I had that situation like a professional, right? You almost thought I was like terminating this girl. And she was like, oh, what I'm going to do? You know, I don't have a job, blah, blah, blah. But you know, whatever. I didn't care. I said, you'll be okay. Okay? I'm leaving. I'm done. And this is for the best. And you know I'm right. We can't function this way. Because, man, we just could not get along, man. <laughs> it was just, it would just hurt my stomach, honestly. And, um... I left that day. I packed up all my stuff and I flew to Houston and I never came back. And the moral is that was my biggest objective, my obstacle, honestly, a woman. Uh, Because it's tough trying to be successful with a woman. It is. It's hard. It's not impossible, but it's hard. Because you got two people trying to figure each other out. You're trying to make the relationship work and trying to make a business work. And, you know, both things are very difficult. I mean, it's very difficult to make a relationship work because you got to be flexible. And it's difficult to make a business work because it's a lot of energy that you got to put into business to make it work. you got to put a lot of emotional energy into it. And I would tell all men, listen, if you can, if you're able to, make the money first without her. Okay? Make the money first without the woman. Okay? you able to do that just make the money first you know I get it some of you men got girlfriends and I'm telling you the only value that woman is bringing to your life is what some conversations you're having sex every once in a while you could tell all your vulnerable weak ass moments I get it you can confide in her you think she got your back but you gotta learn to have your own back man you got to learn how to be an independent person on this planet that you don't need anyone. You have to set yourself up like that. Uh, that's just my belief. This is my philosophy of what a true man is. A man has to be able to function independent of others. Okay? You got to be able to function. You got to be able to function at a high level independently of people. Even a woman. 100%. Which means is once you're able to function that way, any per- people that you bring in your life is more strategic. And it's more of a preference than of a need. Some of you men say, oh, I needed her. I needed her. She changed my life. Oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, she's my other half. That bullshit. You need to be a whole man. And only you can develop yourself this way. Because when you become a whole man, I mean, women, they will beat down the door to get to you. Okay? You'll no longer have to beg for women's attention and hope that they like you. They will come to you. When you create yourself this way. And unfortunately, many men are not like this. They're not even a half a man. They're like quarter, not even a 
quarter, like a fourth of a man today's. Because they're not even financially set. They're not physical. Their physicality. They don't take care of their body. They don't take care of their health. They can't communicate. So you have so many areas that you need to work on as a man. <coughs> so I would suggest you need to become a whole man. And make the money first without the woman. Okay? Does that make sense, men? Make the money first. Put the woman to the side for a second. Okay? I get it. I know they're pretty, they're sexy, they're cute. They make you feel really good. But um, get the money first. Start to implore some self-discipline. And let the women in your life know that you're too busy making money. You're too busy developing companies. She would admire you. I'm telling you, because you know how many men are like this? Not many. Women believe that they have control of men, and they do, unfortunately. A lot of them. But you have to take the control back from women. Just because they pretty, just because they got that little soft, little pink, you know what, in between their legs, doesn't mean they have power over you. Just because they have boobs and a butt and all, doesn't mean they have power over you, okay? Take the power back. Learn to say no. Tell women no. You don't have to always have women tell you no. I mean, uh, yeah, you tell women no sometimes. No. Hey, can you come over? No. Hey, I want to see you. No, not tonight. I'm working. No, I'm busy. No, no. Tell them no. Right? Because most men are unable to do that because they're weak. Very weak men. Beta men are like this. Right? They can control their penis. Just can't. You know, it's sad. And to me, it's just ridiculous, honestly. All right, next question for me. Um, what's the next here question for me let me see here <laughs> hey Wes any advice on how to stop porn addiction it drains my energy any practical advice to stop well, you first you have to ask yourself why you do it. You know, why you, why is it so important for you to watch porn? And then you got to ask yourself, what are you willing to do to stop? It's just a question game with yourself, right? Um, you're only doing it because obviously it's easy for you to do that than to actually per, um, procreate with women or to be intimate with women. And you probably do it out of boredom. You do it because you feel a certain way. But you have to teach yourself how to manage emotion. That's a part of discipline. And it's a, it's a mind game, right? You have to be able to communicate to yourself. And ask yourself, well, why am I doing this? And what can I do other than this that can be productive, right? Or something that's going to be conducive to your goals and your dreams. <coughs> okay? What's next here? Um... What help if a woman has the money more than a man? Yeah, listen, I told women this before. Um, women, I wouldn't recommend to be with a man that makes less money than you. It's going to be a problem, I'm telling you. And I get it, some women, oh, it's okay. No, it's not. It's not okay, I'm telling you. 
you're going to have a problem because, you know, women don't realize how powerful money is. The women that date men that make less than them. Women is very powerful. I mean, money is very powerful. And it becomes powerful when you get angry and upset at a man. Because women tend to get nasty with men. They do. When they get upset, when they get emotional, they take it to the limit. Some women, not all women, right? I don't want to generalize. But um, I would say women, if you're going to date, date up. Date a man that makes more than you. Why not? Date a man that can provide for you properly here. <coughs> and that's just my that's just my thoughts on that. And if you want to date a man that makes some less than you, then go for it. You know, but I don't recommend it at all. What's next? Um What is your favorite US state and why? I don't have a favorite, honestly, Dietra. What is your greatest challenge at the moment? Mm. I mean, I'm working on this supplement company, but I wouldn't say it's a challenge. We're just getting things ready for lunch. I wouldn't say I have any challenges at the, at the moment here. I guess my challenge is, what do I need to do to help you make your first million? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. <clears throat> How do I isolate myself if I have to work in a group setting? <laughs> well, um, if you're talking about your job, I mean, obviously when you're at home, you're not in a group setting, correct? So if you can't isolate yourself at work, well, when you get off work, then isolate yourself. Or leave your job, right? I mean, there's just this, listen, I, I'm going to be very blunt here. There's no comfortable way to be wealthy. Like you got to make a decision, you know, if you're in a group setting, well, quit your job, you know, I mean, you're not going to be wealthy in a comfortable fashion. There's going to be some discomfort. There's going to be some pain, period. Okay. <coughs> Where can I go to find an alpha man? Well, women, let me, let me talk to you. You say you want an alpha man, but I'm not so sure. You know, every woman say, oh, I want an alpha man. I want a good looking man. I want a man that can, you know, make love to me. Man, that's a provider. Take me around the world. <clears throat> man that treats me nice. Listens to me. Emotionally available. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> but what you don't realize about that man Every woman wants this man. And that's what you can't deal with. <clears throat> you can't deal with a man that explores his options. But you want a top-tier man. And a lot of you women, you're not willing to be a top-tier woman to have a top-tier man. You think you can just be who you are, like who you are now, and have a top-tier man. And I get it, you know, because women, you know, always talk about, oh, I'm more than enough, I'm more than enough. I'm I'm okay how I am right now, and I'm the best version of my blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whatever, man. <clears throat> Let me be honest with you, woman. Um, if you want a top-tier man, you got to be a top-tier woman. And some of you women don't know how to be a top-tier woman. You just think you are because you want to be. But you just think you are because you've never dated a top-tier man. 
Women that date top tier men all the time, they know what's required. And listen, they have failed before. You know, when a woman dates a top tier man for the first time, that's how she learns. Because many women don't get the opportunity to date top tier men anyway. You know, rich, successful, good looking men. I'm not talking about ugly rich men. Good looking, a man that you actually want. Right? Um, <clears throat> so many women never get the opportunity, but the ones that do, they usually fail in their first one, their first go around because they just don't know how to do it. Because they bring in that beta energy, that energy that they use when they dated their weak, weaker man, uh, the beta man. Bringing that same type of persona, that same type of activity and attitude to the relationship. Cannot. <coughs> if you date a top tier man, you got to be a top tier woman. Okay. And then you got to realize the reason why you got to be top tier because... There's a competition. It is what it is. It's a competition, man. What I'm saying is just other women that want your man. They do. Because there's not a lot of top-tier men on the planet. If it was more top-tier men available, then yeah. Maybe it'll be, it'll be okay. But listen, it's not. And it's more women than men. So, uh, yeah, the competition is hot. You know, it's women out here that want your top-tier man. So if you're not on your game... <laughs> you're going to lose them. What's next? Hey, Gina, how are you? <coughs> but alpha men, they're everywhere. What do you mean? I think a lot of alpha men are at home. <laughs> I don't know. They're not in the clubs. Just because alpha men, they're different type of men. You know, they they understand they can get what they want. They just know, so they don't need to go out and go search. You know, let me go get a girl. Let me go find me a girl. Let me go to the club. Let me go to the bar. Let me go here. He already knows. Like if he goes out, he can get it every single time. And usually, he just don't even want it like that. And alpha men, they just um, how they navigate the world, especially when it comes to women. Is when he decides to go play in the world, he plays a little bit, he gets what he wants, and he comes back, right? He don't really waste time. He has an intention. Uh, what's next? Yeah, women... Um, I would say you definitely need to get yourself together, you know. <coughs> I'm sorry, folks. And I'm and I would never berate women like Kevin Samuels did, you know. Shout out to Kevin Samuels. I mean rest in peace for my brother, but it's the only thing I think he did wrong. He just berated women too much. But um I think he has some good points, you know, women got to raise the bar a little bit, you know, if you want to be with a certain type of guy. You know, all these women want their men to be loyal. Like, you want a top-tier man to only want you. Well, you need to work on you that all he thinks about is you. Right? I mean, there are books on this, man. And if you want to learn how to keep a top-tier man, go to a strip club. Go talk to a stripper. I know what you ladies thinking. Well, I'm not talking to no stripper. 
listen, humble yourself. Because the strippers have your men. Exotic dancers, they have your men. Waitresses, bar, bar girls or whatever, you know. They got your men. They got your married men, your boyfriends. They want them. Not you. Waitresses and hooters and whatever, Twin Peaks. Talk to them. They would tell you how to deal with men. Because they deal with your men. <laughs> tell me. It is what it is. All right, what's next? <coughs> <coughs> What's the next here? Wes, can you t- talk about detox? Heavy cleanse, candida cleanse, liver detox. Oh, uh, I I do drips, which is IV drip therapy. So I do a liver cleanse. Uh, I do a, and it's with the drip. Drip is when they put the IV in your arm and they just push vitamins in your body. That's sufficient enough. Um, I typically eat healthy, so I don't really need, I don't really do any type of detox any longer because I do my best to eat the right type of food, drink a ton of water, right? And I work out quite a bit too, so I'm always burning calories. Um... Love you too, Crystal. I, I am jealous in a relationship. How do I change that? Yeah, it's natural for women to be jealous, especially if you have a, a top-tier man. And usually women are jealous when they have a top-tier man because everybody wants your man, man. It is. Everybody wants the top-tier man. You just got to manage your jealousy, right? And you need to communicate with your significant other as well. And hopefully that he can build some security to make you feel secure about the relationship. What's next here? (coughs) Hey, Wes, I hear this a lot. Change your mindset, change your life. What are some things you did or would you have done in your 20s? I would have read more books. And I would have separated from Pookie and Ray Ray. Like, I would have really changed my environment very quickly. In my 20s, I hung around too many broke in average people. Too many people that had jobs, man. If I was in my 20s right now, I would not be around anybody that have a job. And I wouldn't hang around anybody that was a loser. You know, we know losers, man. I wouldn't hang around any losers. And I would definitely read more books. I would have read more books. Let me see here. Questions. Scrolling down here. What book are you currently reading? The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Do you have any classes coming up? Um, I plan to do something in Houston very soon, and I'll let you folks know when I do that. You know what? I agree with you about that topic about women. It takes so much to just having a man. I'm a stud, but I but I don't want a woman that can't make a quick decision about us by being enticed. Okay.
um, <coughs> I have questions for me. How do I get started on Warrior Plus in Nigeria? Create an account, man. Either promote a product or create one. Don't wear yourself out now. I'm fine. Doesn't mean that we're entitled to them all. What do you mean, Crystal? I didn't understand what you mean. <coughs> yeah, I'll just tell women this. <coughs> I understand you want a, a good man. You know, you want a great man, whatever. And I get it. But what I would say is, you know, depending on what the type of man that you want, make sure you work on yourself, you know, work on you, you know, work on yourself. Make sure you're the type of woman that a man will want and the type of man a man will want to keep, right? Definitely the looks, I mean, you got to work on your body, work out. But you got to work on your emotional intelligence, your delivery, or how you deal with a with a man, you know. Ensure that you can be submissive with your man, things of that sort, right? These are just characteristics, uh, characteristics that can be taught, can be learned. <coughs> Do you plan to come to the UK? Absolutely. Um. Hey, Weston, I'm 18. I made 8K last month. Any tips on keeping up the momentum? First of all, congrats, my guy. Congrats. Um, I would say do whatever you did and ask yourself this question. Say, hey, I did 8K last month. How can I do 16K with less work? Yeah. Maybe W prices. <laughs> Somebody said drink water right now. Wes, you're supposed to be telling me a bedtime story. You still on live? Yes, ma'am. <coughs> Don't worry, I'm fine. Well... I think I need to get some sleep so I can just get rid of this cold here. Mm. All right. Um. <coughs> <coughs> Much love, folks. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm going to go ahead and end it here. I'm going to take some cough medicine here. But I wanted to jump online here just to let you know that I was thinking about you. And I wanted to make sure I gave you some value. Before you go to bed tonight, and listen, before you sleep tonight, think this. Think about the thoughts that you want to be pervasive in your mind as you go to sleep. I would suggest think about your goals. Think about your dreams. Think about everything that you want to do as if you're doing it now. Think about those things right before you go to sleep. And sleep like a baby. Okay, much love. 
This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Version, and let's go.